Hello and welcome to Wealth of Knowledge. I'm your host, Antonio Barbera, and today on the show we'll be looking at the U.S. News Best Credit Card Awards of 2020 and matching up which credit card may be right for you as we kick off a new decade of saving, budgeting, and spending. Joining me this week to help talk about the 2020 Best Credit Cards is U.S. News credit expert Beverly Harzog. Beverly, thanks for coming back on the show. Oh, thanks for having me, Antonio. So, Beverly, you've you've come on a few times already to talk about credit, financial literacy, uh, some other topics. But for those hearing you for the first time, uh, you're the first time listener of, of Wealth of Knowledge, can you give a little background info into how you became a credit expert? Sure, I'd love to. Uh, you know, when I first got out of college, um, I got a lot of credit card offers. And I applied for and got seven credit cards, and I, <laughs> I then proceeded to max all of my cards out. <laughs> what makes this really kind of ironic is that I was a CPA at the time. So, you know, you would think I would know better, but I really knew nothing about personal finance. Uh, you know, in the, in the home I grew up in, uh, we never talked about money. That was, you know, kind of a... Uh, you know, we weren't supposed to talk about things like that. So I, I was kind of on my own when I was in my 20s and just had to kind of figure this out. So I did. I learned everything I could about budgeting, and I learned how to pay off my credit cards. And I felt so uh, energized by this and so empowered that I wanted to change careers and help other people avoid the mistakes that I had made. So I first transitioned into financial journalism, uh, specializing in credit. And then I started uh, doing some jobs as credit card spokesperson experts for a variety of websites. And I've written five books about credit. Uh, so, you know, my passion in life is trying to help people avoid making mistakes with credit. Credit cards are just a tool, but you have to know how to use them. So we're going to talk about credit a little further along in the show as we go through the individual cards and, and who can get them. But so I'm curious, at at a young age, after school, was, did you have a strong credit score? Did you have a poor credit score? I feel like that should have been <laughs> a, a barrier to entry uh, for getting seven credit cards. So I'm curious about, you know, how did your credit look at the time? Because that may be, a, you know, a warning sign for, for people now. Uh, if they, you know, maybe you didn't have a strong credit score, but you were still able to get seven cards. You know, this was uh, many, several decades ago. So this actually happened in the 80s and anybody could get a credit card. I mean, it was just the times, you know, I there were people who claimed that their dogs had gotten credit card offers. <laughs> so it was pretty easy to get a credit card if you could even breathe. And honestly, I didn't even know what my credit score was. I didn't read the fine print for any of these cards. I just suddenly felt like, oh gosh, I've got all this free money. <laughs> you know, I just really didn't understand the whole concept of credit. And that's how I got into trouble. Yeah, I, so you know, with that, uh, you know, with the Great Recession that happened about 10 years ago. I think there's been a push now, uh, even in the past few years, for financial literacy and being aware of what you're doing. So we would hope that it's a little tougher to get, uh, you know, seven credit cards, much less two or three credit cards. So we're looking at the awards here. This is the first year that U.S. News has given out credit card awards. Uh, there were eight total awards assigned for different credit card, credit card categories uh, including best airline credit card, best balance transfer card, best business card, and, and a few other categories. But before we get into them individually, I want to ask you about the methodology. How were the winners chosen for these different categories? 
Yeah, you know, the, our methodology included looking at a lot of different uh, factors. So we looked at the ones you would expect, such as the APRs, the types of fees, uh, penalty APRs, you know, any sort of um, financial issues that were uh, associated with the credit card. But we also looked at things like customer service, the kind of perks you get. Uh, for instance, does a, this... Um, a credit card offer something special like a you know an in-flight credit things like that so uh, we it was a very uh, broad look at these credit cards and what we did was we got uh, we selected uh, the top credit cards every single month okay and then we looked at the data for an entire year all right so that's how we came up with the winners so let's get to these individual categories then, and I'll uh, I'll offer up the category, and, and then I'll uh, sort of t- turn to you and let you announce. That, you know, obviously this is not new information at this point, but let you announce the winner and explain why that card did so well in that particular category. So let's um go with the first one here: the best airline credit card. Who won for 2020? All right, that would be Capital One Venture Rewards Credit Card. Uh, this is a very popular credit card, and one of the reasons is because, you know, it's so easy to use. And I think it won the airline credit card um, award because it's so flexible, and um, a lot of people like flexibility when they're flying because that way they can get the best rate for themselves. Uh, for someone who prefers, um, you know, a Pacific airline like, say, Delta or Southwest, one of those cards might be better. But just for your general traveler who really just wants to save some money and have a straightforward rewards program, the Venture Rewards is a good pick. I really like this part of it. Okay, you get two miles for every dollar you spend, and there's a great sign-up bonus. You get 50,000 bonus miles if you spend $3,000 on your card within three months of opening it. And that may sound like a lot of money, but if you use it for your everyday expenses, and I have to warn people now with rewards cards and these sign-up bonuses, you don't want to go out and try to earn the bonus. You use your credit card for your everyday expenses, and then you can earn your rewards that way, and you don't get into debt because it's expenses you have to make anyway. So the next one on the list is the best balance transfer credit card. Who won for that category? That is the Bank AmeriCard credit card. And we, we like this one a lot. The APR, the uh, it, there's a range. Uh, it starts at 14.49%, and that's actually pretty good. Uh, but what we like about it for the balance transfer card is that you get a 0% intro APR for 18 billing cycles for purchases and for, bill- and for balance transfers. Uh, now, there is a caveat. You have to make your transfer within the first 60 days. Uh, there is also a 3% balance transfer fee. So if you get this card, you know, you've got the advantage of the 18-month period where you can, you know, pay your debt down interest-free, but you also need to factor in that 3% transfer fee, and that that's pretty average. There are some cards out there that don't have the fee, but it's hard to find one that also goes for 18 months or longer. So when when looking at a balance transfer card, that's Usually a card where somebody needs a little bit of help, right? They're trying to sort of clean up their credit a little bit. So when we, you know, I want to keep touching on the credit score because I want to make sure that the people who are listening that maybe don't have the strongest score can actually get this card or whether they should even try to get this card. So for the balance transfer card, for that Bank AmeriCard credit card, what does the credit score look like for, for being able to get that card? 
That's a great question, Antonio, and I'm really glad you brought this up. The, the credit you need for this card is good to excellent. Now, that's going to be starting around, you know, high 600s, 700 um, at, at a minimum. You do need good, good to excellent credit for most of these cards, but you can spend time now. Let's say you have debt. Uh, you could probably get a balance transfer card that maybe you won't get a 0% if you've only got fair credit, but you might be able to get a balance transfer card that has a lower APR for a period of time and kind of give you a break on the interest. And, you know, during that time, pay all of your bills on time. Um, and just kind of as your debt comes down, your credit score will start to go up. And uh, in time, you might qualify for a better balance transfer card. Sometimes it's a, a kind of a journey people have to take to get to the best cards. The next one on the list is the best business credit card. And we're talking about small businesses here? Uh, yes. Uh, yes. There are corporate credit cards and there are small business credit cards. So this one for uh, best small business credit card. And it's the business platinum card from American Express. Now, this is an excellent credit card uh, you know, for business, especially if you're working for a company and they're going to pay the annual fee for you <laughs> because it's $595 and you do need excellent credit for this. So we're looking at about $740 and up for this card, but you earn five points per dollar spent uh, on American Express Travel uh, as long as you use the travel portal to book your uh, your travel um, itinerary. So it's really an excellent card. And for somebody that travels a lot for work, uh, you get uh, lounge access uh, globally. And this is something very important for people who travel a lot because I don't know if you've ever been stuck in an airport for six hours. I have. I once got stuck in LaGuardia for six hours, <laughs> and I thought, gee, I wish I had a card with lounge access. <laughs> you have so, to find the, the chair, the gate chairs that are most comfortable to lie in or sit in for four to six right, hours at a time. Right, yeah. And this was a situation where we were snowed in, and people were sitting on the floor. So, I mean, if you could get lounge access, it can really make your travel experience you know, a little bit smoother when things go wrong. The next category is one that I think a lot of people may fall back on if they're not sure which which credit card rewards credit card to look at, and that's the cashback. So what was the best cashback credit card this year? All right. The best cashback card is Discover It Cashback. Uh, I like this card a lot. Um, Discover does a pretty good job trying to educate consumers about uh, credit and finances. Uh um, you have to have like good to excellent credit still, uh, but you earn cash back on, on you get 1% on everything. You get 5% in certain categories. Uh, right now, uh, we're in January, first quarter of the year. Uh, with this card, you could get a 5% uh, cash back on grocery stores, Walgreens, and CVS. So uh, the, this is a card you want to get for everyday expenses. Now, the categories rotate, so next quarter there'll be something different. Uh, they're usually kind of seasonal, so in December you'll probably see something like Amazon.com, uh, which brings me to another point about this card, which I really like. Um, you can use this card with Amazon's Shop with Points program, and I'm telling you, every year at Christmas time, during the holidays, when I'm trying to buy gifts, and I get them online these days, uh, I use my cash back for my Discover It cash back card, and it pays for all of my Christmas. 
all of my holiday gifts. So, uh, you know, that's something to keep in mind. You know, when you're getting credit cards, use them strategically. Take advantage. Another thing I like about this card is that at the end of the year, it will match the cash back that you've earned that year. So, for, and that's just for the first year, though. But still, that's 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 a great savings right there. So you'll get two percent back on your uh, purchases, you know, uh, regular purchases during that year. And I think you touched on it earlier, but what was the credit? You said good to good, good to, to excellent. excellent. Yeah. So what sort of numbers are we looking at there? Uh, probably starting around six seventy. Um, okay. Discover does a good job um, of trying to give people a chance. So if you've got a six fifty or a six sixty, and you're working your way up, and your credit report looks good at this point. Uh, it doesn't hurt to apply. I mean, you can even, to avoid that hard inquiry, though, you can call and talk to customer service, say, hey, I'm really close to having good credit. Uh, my credit report, you know, I, um, you know, I've had a bankruptcy maybe six years ago, and now my score's coming up. Can, you know, would you consider me? And, you know, sometimes that phone call makes a huge difference. So if you're close, you know, Discover likes to give people a chance. And always keep in mind that if if you're close, there's a reason you're close and not already at the threshold. So also keep in mind, make sure <laughs> that, that you're getting it for the correct. right reason. That's correct. And a lot of it has to do with um, your income situation as well, because they don't just look at the credit score. They're going to look at your employment history. And if you're stable in some other areas, that might help you a little bit. So a, a few of these cards won in multiple categories, and this is the first uh, repeat winner that we're going to come across, and that was the in the best rewards credit card category, had a repeat winner there. That's right. That was the Capital One Venture Rewards credit card. And again, people love this card. And I, I think the reason it won the rewards credit card category is because it is so easy to use. Uh, you get, the, I mentioned earlier, 2%. Uh, my, uh, I'm sorry, two miles per dollar spent. And, um, it, it, you know, it's just a very straightforward, you know, there were a lot of rewards cards that have, you know, specific categories and you've got to pay attention. I mean, we just talked about the cashback uh, card discover and yeah, it's great to get all these categories if it fits your spending style. But if you're traveling, uh, and you just want something straightforward, you're not worried about tears or, you know, moving up, you know, like some of these cards will offer. Uh, this is just something, this is a credit card you could use for rewards. You don't have to think about it. And sometimes simplicity wins the day. So let's wrap this card up. It also won in the best travel rewards credit card category. So Capital One Venture Rewards credit card taking best airline credit card best rewards credit card, and best travel rewards credit card, which obviously those three categories are going to have some overlap, so it makes sense that it was one card that, mm -hmm. that dominated those three categories. Right, yeah, and, um, you know, it just was so strong in each of those categories. Uh, you know, and in terms of why it won travel credit card, uh, I mentioned earlier that, you know, you've got a lot of flexibility with, with this card. Uh, so, you know, you're free to pick the airline that um, that serves your best interest and that has the best rate for you. And Capital One just makes it easy that way. Uh, so for the traveler who travels often, uh, but they're not an intense traveler, <laughs> this is a really good card to have. Uh, you really just don't have to worry about it. A lot of people really don't want their travel rewards card to become a hobby where they have to keep track of, you know, different categories and what they've used, what they haven't used. And, uh, you know, with this card, you don't have to worry about it and they don't expire. So 
uh, you can really rack up the rewards, get some free travel. And you can avoid getting shoehorned into always having to fly with a certain airline, even if maybe you like the perks of another airline. For like a, I'm just thinking uh, Southwest, for example, mm-hmm. has the bags fly free, so you can keep this card and fly with United, mm-hmm. but you can also then switch over to, to Southwest when you want to bring some bags with you. That's exactly right. That's you know I have a, a Delta Gold card because I live in Atlanta, so uh, I fly Delta all the time. That's just my airline. Uh, but if I wanted to branch out, Capital One Venture Rewards is, is just a great choice for somebody that doesn't travel the same airline all the time. Two categories left, and one is for uh, for the youths out there. This is the best student credit card. Uh, which card won this category? All right. The winner is Discover It Student Cashback. And this card is great for the same reason the Discover It Cashback card is good. Uh, I mentioned earlier that Discover does a really good job of um, educating people. They've got you know a whole uh, uh, section on their website about you know teaching young people about credit, um, and so this one because it gives students you know who have. You know, maybe a little bit of credit. Maybe you were an authorized user on your parents' credit card when you were in high school and now you're in college. And, you know, maybe you've got a part-time job to help pay for college because you do have to have some income to get these cards. You have to be able to prove if you're under 21, this is because of the Credit Card Act of 2009, if you're under 21, you have to show that you have enough income to pay back any type of debt that you incur with this credit card. So a student that has maybe a tiny bit of credit, you know, on their credit report uh, and who has a part-time job might be able to qualify for this card. And it's just a good starter card. And, you know, full disclosure here, I, I suggested when my daughter wanted her first credit card, she was a senior in college, and I suggested this card. And when she graduated, she went on to get her master's. And then when she graduated after that and got her first job, in no time at all, Discover contacted her and up- upgraded her to a regular adult <laughs> Discover It cashback card. So they do a good job with that. And that's one reason why I, I, I like Discover in general. But the Discover It student credit card, it's a really good starter card for a student. And the last category, the best 0% APR credit card. Who won that right, category. right. This is also the Bank AmeriCard credit card. Now, the reason it won uh, for 0% introductory APR is because it gives uh, that great rate, that great intro rate on uh, purchases as well as balance transfers. Uh, another thing that this card has going for it is that there's no penalty APR. This is something that Bank of America uh, has been doing for years. Uh, some companies still have that penalty rate. So it's it's a nice consumer-friendly um, feature here that they don't have that. And there's also no annual fee, and that always helps too. So this isn't a card you get if you want a lot of rewards, but this is a card that you would get, uh, let's say you needed to to purchase something, uh, let's say a new refrigerator, okay, because they can get really pricey these days. And maybe you need to spread out the payment of it, but you don't want to get a personal loan for this. You can get uh, the Bank AmeriCard credit card, 0% intro APR credit card, and you could uh, buy your refrigerator with that card, and then you can spread out your payments for 18 months without paying any interest. So this is why that card is appealing. Um, and this is a, another great example of how you can use these cards strategically to save you money. 
because sometimes, you know, if you need a refrigerator or a new roof, you know, that's, the, you need it. That's not going to be <laughs> something that you can wait until you get a raise <laughs> at work. So sometimes these cards can really help you out. The refrigerator raise is maybe a tough <laughs> ask at work. Uh, so you right. may have you may have mentioned the score when you talked about it the first time, but what is the credit range for uh, the Bank of America credit card? Okay, Antonio, again, it's going to be good to excellent. Right. So, you know, you really do have to have good a good credit score to kind of qualify for most of these credit cards. Uh, but, you know, they when a, a lender looks at your application, they're looking at the credit score, but they're also looking at your credit report. And, you know, if you look stable, like you've, you know, your employment history looks good. Uh, you know, so a lot of these factors come into play. So that's why if you're kind of close to good credit, it doesn't hurt to make a call and, and just see if you might be able to qualify. And one of the reasons these cards have these huge ranges, you know, like uh, like the Bank of Card credit card ranges from 14.49% all the way up to 24.49%. Yeah, this is not unusual right now. Uh, interest rates on the high end have really gone up. Credit card issuers like to offer these ranges so they can give someone who has, you know, one of the top scores, 800 maybe, uh, they could give them, a, you know, a very a low APR, you know, or something close to the low end. And then if someone, it, you know, barely makes the cut, you know, they might get the 24.49%. <laughs> so, you know, and that brings us to another point. Uh, yes, it's important to work on your credit score um, unless you pay down debt that's going to go up. Uh, but you also need to be sure that you don't carry a balance on any of these cards. Now, that I'm really, really um, in intense about rewards credit cards and never carrying a balance because those APRs tend to be a little bit higher than usual. And so you're going to end up paying a lot of compound interest on that. Uh, so, you know, one of my rules for people, if they're going to get a rewards credit card and, and we've got some great award winners here, but you need to be sure that, uh, you know, you've got enough cash flow that you can use a credit card and you've got a budget. Okay. And tracking your expenses, use your credit card, pay your bill in full and on time. And this is also how you build a great credit score and stay out of debt. So, uh, you know, those are the winners. I, I'm going to put those in one category and then tie it with a bow and set it aside. Uh, and then I, I, you know, I'm going to put you on the spot here, but just because these cards, just about all of them, have pretty high credit requirements, somebody's listening to this and they're not quite there. They they know they still have some building to do to get these top cards. Can you give us one or two suggestions for sort of that lower end credit score to carefully build your credit back up with? Absolutely. You know, I have spent a lot of time in the last few years really studying secured credit cards. You know, for someone who has no credit or someone who, uh, you know, is new to the country and they're building credit, uh, the Discover It secured credit card is one of the best. Uh, and, and here's the great thing about that. Let's say, okay, maybe you can't get the Discover It cash back, even though you know, the categories would be perfect for you. Uh, you know, don't despair. Just think about what steps you need to take to get there. So uh, if you apply for the Discover It secured credit card, you do have to put down a deposit. 
Uh, but you know, this is an investment in your future. Uh, so if you use this card, um, you know, responsibly, and you do get rewards with that card as well, you get many of the same advantages, uh, but you just have to put down a security deposit. But if you use this card well, keep a low balance. And my uh, recommendation is 10% utilization ratio. And let me explain that. Uh, the utilization ratio is the amount of credit that you've used compared to the amount you have available. So just to put that in simple terms, let's say your um, let's say your credit limit is five hundred dollars. Okay, so a ten percent use of that would be fifty dollars. Okay, so you would want to be sure you didn't spend over that amount. And you know, if you do this for a couple of months, you're going to see and pay your bills on time. You have to pay all of your bills on time. Uh, you're going to see your score start to go up. And uh, as I've mentioned, Discover is very good about promoting people. I've worked with a lot of consumers, you know, and I've recommended this card to many of them trying to build their credit. And they've had uh, been promoted from the the Discover It Secure card up to the regular Discover It Cash Back. And, you know, some of the other major credit card issuers also have some uh, some good con uh, secured cards, as do uh, credit unions. Now, uh, if I can just throw in one more one more thing, because this is one of a topic I am really passionate about, because you know sometimes people are rebuilding their score, or you know because something has happened in their life that was out of their control. It's not always just uh, you know impulsive, reckless spending. Sometimes it's a medical issue that costs a lot of money, or a divorce, or sudden unemployment. Uh, so for somebody like that, you know. It's just, uh, you just have to, you know, start where you are. Uh, you know, uh, you might be able to go to a credit union. And if you're not comfortable with credit cards yet, think about a credit builder loan. Now, these are all different. Uh, the terms are different. Rates are different. Uh, but this is, it's similar to a secured card, except it's a loan. And you get the, you get the money back at the end with a tiny bit of interest. Uh, but that's another way. Uh, and they, those are usually easier to get than a credit card. That's a lot of great advice. But so my last question about the categories, the credit card category winners, because I get asked this a lot. And so I'm going to turn to you as the expert. What if someone doesn't know which type of category is right for them, right? They travel, but not enough for a travel card, according to them. They, they think they may want a cash back card, but they aren't sure they use the card enough to make any headway to get any significant cash back. So what is your advice for how consumers should look at these different categories based on their needs? Oh, that is an awesome question because it is so important to match the credit card with your spending style, with your lifestyle. So you can get on like at US News here, we've got ways to compare different credit cards with each other. Uh, you can look at these award winners, but uh, the first thing you should do is analyze your spending. Okay, get on, your, look at your budget, and if you don't have a budget, don't get a credit card. <laughs> get a budget set up first. I thought you were going to say make a budget, but even before that, no, <laughs> just don't get a credit card. Yeah, and you want a budget for the credit card as well. Okay, uh, what do you need the card for? Where are you spending a lot of money? Uh, you know, if you spend a lot on your everyday expenses, then discover it might be a good card for you. If you spend a lot on, um, say, groceries, you might even want to look at the Blue Cash Preferred for American Express. That's not one of our award winners. But the point I'm trying to make is that you can branch out a little bit. You know, you want to look, you want to be sure that you compare what's available 
one of the award winners might be your very best card, but you also want to be sure that you match your spending, your expenses with the perfect credit card without rewards. That's some more great advice. Beverly, thanks for joining us to, to go over these these top picks. We're just starting off a new year, a new decade here, so I, I'm going to ask, what are some of your big uh, financial resolutions for this year? Well, I am so glad you asked. I love <laughs> making resolutions. I'm one of those people that keeps a list and goals, and um, I get things done that way. Uh, one thing I plan to do this year is um, we're con- my husband are considering downsizing, and I really need to fix up my house. And I have been collecting rewards points. Um, I use a Chase Sapphire preferred card, and I have been collecting reward points all year. And <laughs> I'm planning to use... Um, uh, you know the the rewards to help me remodel my house, so I'll probably get them as a, a you know a statement uh, credit, um, and you know or maybe buy some merchandise that I need for my house as I'm fixing it up. So that's a big thing for me this year, uh, working on that and using my rewards cards to help pay for it. And again, um, I'm already thinking about the holidays, so I you know I'm going to be using my Discover It cashback. Uh, on Amazon, uh, online, you know, as often as I can. Um, And other than that, um, you know, I make a point of checking my credit reports every four months. This is actually one of my resolutions because even though I talk about this all the time, it's easy to forget about housekeeping. And this is like credit housekeeping. So every four months, I get one of my free credit reports from annualcreditreport.com. And that's the official one. Uh, and I'd spread it out this way. So from each of the major three bureaus, I get one every four months. And uh, I look at my reports to be sure that everything's correct. Um, I look to see if there are any accounts open that I didn't open. So I'm checking for fraud. You know, what I'm seeing is fraud is increasing. And uh, so one of my resolutions is to be more diligent about that. Check my reports. Uh, I already check my online accounts every day, which, you know, it's 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 just my thing. <laughs> it's hard to get people to do that. <laughs> but uh, the more often you check, uh, the better equipped you are to catch fraud in the early stages. So uh, I would say that, you know, my resolutions uh, include staying on top of my credit, uh, adjusting my budget, as my life changes, if I do move and have a lower uh, mortgage, wouldn't that be fantastic? Uh, yeah, I'll be adjusting my budget and adjusting what I put on credit cards and maybe even looking to see if I need a new credit card for my new lifestyle. We'll see. Those are great. I, you know, I think the topic of, of you downsizing and using credit card points to fix up a house it sounds like a podcast episode. So I'll, I'll see if I may be able to, to get you to come back on to talk about that, that, oh, that process of great. how you're able yeah. to fix up the house. I was thinking about a column, but oh yes, I'd love to talk to you about that. Well, I hope thank it you. Works. Thank you very much for, for coming on again and, uh, and hope, to, hope to hear from you uh, soon. All right. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you to our listeners. Please subscribe to our podcast, rate it, comment on it, and if you have personal finance questions related to debt, saving money, loans, or credit you'd like answered on future shows, please email wealthofknowledge at usnews.com. We'll review your emails, and we'll try to answer a few in the next personal finance episode. Finally, if you'd like to read up on personal finance information, check out money.usnews.com, where we have all sorts of advice on credit, spending, budgeting, and much more. Thanks for listening to Wealth of Knowledge. I'm Antonio Barbera. See you next week.